As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is an important public service announcement. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mm. Oh, brilliant. We're ready then. Um, Did you know that um, there's something called Black Friday going on now? Probably not when you're listening to this, but it has been going on, and they do cheap stuff at maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. Um, I think that's the only site they do it on as well. So if you want want cheap stuff now, you need to go to maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. You can buy all your game stuff. You can buy all your Christmas present stuff. You can even buy um, the little radiator bleeding key, because I bought one of them on maturegamerpodcast.amazon the other day. They sell deionizers. I don't know what that is. I don't really. My dad gave me one. He doesn't, I don't know if it works. Did he get it from maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon? He did. You plug it into your wall and it apparently deionizes the air in your room. What does that mean? I don't know. And I can't tell if it works. I've had it plugged in for six years. <laughs> and I don't turn it off in case the room suddenly floods with ions. And then I can't move for love nor money. I don't know. I don't, he's got me over a barrel because I don't even know if it's on. It looks like it should have a light on it. But there's no light on. So I don't know if it's on or off or off or on, and I'm stuck. Just unplug it. But what if an ion falls on me? An ion or an ion? An ion. An ion isn't going to be a problem. If an ion falls on you, that's a problem. So avoid that. Turn it off when you've not got any ions above you. If I get overwhelmed with ions by turning this off, if I don't have a good night's sleep tonight, I don't sleep that well anyway. But anyway, if I don't have a good night's sleep tonight, then I'll blame the ions. Bottom line, you need to be checking out maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. Welcome to episode 146 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week, there's Sheepdog and Anna. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hi. Are you going to be that far away from the microphone the whole oh. time? Because you are over a foot away from that microphone. No, You were. I, I'm just tired. I know, but <laughs> you, now, now you're the star of the show. Now you're this jet-setting, podcasting person who goes around on all these shows, and what you're basically a podcasting celebrity. You need People are here to listen to you now, so you've got to make sure you're nice and close to the microphone. I was so. asked yesterday where, what my other show was. By whom? <laughs> I 
Someone Walker, I can't remember. I was like, just playing Drag Mage, and someone just popped up. What is that awful? It wasn't Darren Walker, was it? Who knows us full well? And I, yeah, I assume he knew you from this and wanted to know what the other show was, not the other way around. It says I had a starring role, so I guess it was the other one. I, I, I imagine he wanted to know about the Infinite Loop cast and you've just misunderstood <laughs> we're a footnote on the life of Anna um, firstly much apologies for not recording a show last week it was completely sheepdog's fault Yeah, um, you forgot to bring the laptop charger to Birmingham that was you no it was him Hold on, hold on. Just, just a point there. Did he bring a laptop charger to Birmingham? A laptop charger. I didn't bring a laptop charger. <laughs> no, did, he, did he bring a laptop charger to Birmingham? Did you? Did he did bring you, a laptop... We'll discuss that in a minute. Did he bring a laptop charger to Birmingham? I probably have one about my person. I often do. Did you bring a MacBook charger <laughs> to Birmingham? No. There you go. So it was his fault that we didn't do a show but last it's week. your MacBook. That's Why beside would... the point. He is an equal partner in this enterprise. I brought one of the elements we needed, an equal partner. (laughs) I brought one of the elements we needed. Neither of you two brought anything. So if anything, I was closer to trying to get a show out than either of you. I did the show, just to myself. The trip back to the hotel had nothing to do with it. What trip back to what hotel? I know not of what you speak. Sheepdogs forgot he's already burned it from his mind. No, I do remember you (laughs) filling that. So we were in Birmingham last weekend um, for MCM Comic Con. A grand time was had by all, and uh, I don't think we need to discuss anything that happened there. Let's (laughs) move on. So, video games then. Video games, yes. Um, What have we been playing this week? Well, we went to the German market. Hold on. That doesn't sound like a video game. Uh, There has been some criticism in recent months that we sometimes go off topic, and I feel now is the time to address it. We need need to be focused purely on video games. Yeah, we met Mark. So, um, I hear Assassin's Creed is a video game. And Kevin was drinking lots. How, how many pints? We had two think? steins, so that's four pints, is it, I think? What, in each? Hold on, I don't appreciate the way you're <laughs> framing this story. Four pints of beer. No, no, I'll tell the <laughs> truth, don't you worry. So four pints of beer each. And then he sat backwards in a, in a taxi. Which he knows not to do. <laughs> but um, I had just enough to drink to think, it'll be alright, <laughs> it'll be fine. Yeah. To be fair, I'm the arm, Mr. Vomit Magoo, and I also sat backwards. Um, yeah, but, but I, we, we stopped Best Thing From Season 1 because I couldn't travel on a coach because I knew I'd vomit. But within 10 minutes, he, I've never seen Kev vomit before. I've seen him pass out, I've seen him dislocate a knee, I've seen him be carried away home because he was just a mess. I've seen him off his face on painkillers. I've seen him generally in every state you can imagine. You've seen my balls. I've never seen him vomit <laughs> until now. And I saw him just fill a sign glass with vomit. I didn't feel it. It was well, no more than a, a pint quarters. of vomit. Yeah. Um, made me feel quite interesting because he vomits <laughs> similar to me when, when I'm in that state. I always wonder how I'm, I know how I feel when it's happening, but I often think, because I've seen other people vomit, I don't think I vomit the same way, but you vomit the same way I do. And that made me feel cute. You wouldn't throw it out the window though. Which was oh, oh, just back. What do you mean? I vomit the same way. How do we vomit? What's our unique <laughs> vomiting style? I don't know. I couldn't explain it. I'd have to just vomit, and you'd know what I meant. Pretty well, let's wait for Nogfest then. Oh, if we if I didn't have had the glass with me, we'd have been spending a lot of money on cleaning a taxi. Because I I started to feel rough and thought I'm going to have to ask him to stop. I wound the window down. No, I've got to ask him to stop. I opened my mouth to ask him to stop. <laughs> and luckily, the glass I was just in went, my hand. Are you going to be sick? And you went. Um, and then you just, you, that's it, you're gone. I was just like, oh my days, this is horrible. And then I just carried it 
and the rest yeah, of the I taxi drive. Yeah, I just you up for the next 10, 15 minutes and going, Kev, we've stopped. Just pour it out the window. And you're like, shut up. Well, I mean, part of me was thinking, get rid of that vomit. I will vomit. And I don't want to fill my glass. Um, but, yeah, you just sat there with a pint of vomit in your hand. Just as though it was nothing. I kept saying to him, you're not going to drink that, you know. Um, I know. But a normal person would have just thrown it out the window. Yeah, but... We were on a dual carriageway. Exactly. The I wind would have smell it, it though. Um, That's what would have made me sick. Probably all saying the booze by that point, though. Had, uh, I had nothing. Have you washed the sign and used it since? I've washed it. You haven't used it since? No. <laughs> I plan to buy a four pack of lager tomorrow and stick it all in there and then just sit there and go. <laughs> 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 you're, not, you're gonna use that glass. That glass costs us ten pounds. Yeah, twenty-seven pound for a round of beers. It was mad. For two. For two. Yeah. Yeah, two beers. Um, yeah. I remember saying to you, are you sure, Kev? Because this basically costs you a five or a glass. And you just went, meh. I wanted beer. Yeah. I was thirsty. But um, wait, I was I was completely fine when we got back to that. Once I wasn't in that bloody taxi anymore, <laughs> got back to the hotel, had a nice dinner, played some Cards Against Humanity. And once again, a splendid time was had by all. It was just the taxi driver. I can't handle... I hate being a passenger in a car anyway. But just backwards my brain couldn't handle it my stomach couldn't handle it and uh yeah i've now vomited on a podcast excursion that's uh it's just you left now no it's gonna be you at nogfest no nogging around the nogfest tree nogging it all up over the floor nog 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 nogging it over you and me that's the rhyme <laughs> yeah that's the nogfest song so it's your turn to vomit no, it is. I vomited like two years ago. Are we... Oh, of course. The best thing from Google's Zeitgeist Review of the Year 2012, Anna vomited. I was very ill. There you go. So I was the last one to vomit. So while we're on the topic of Nogfest and Google's Zeitgeist Review of the Year, we should probably schedule them in for our listeners so they can all get their biofacts uh, uh, out and put us in. We haven't got a date yet, have we? Or have we? Well, Nogfest, 21st of December. 20th of December, sorry. Yeah. 20th, Saturday. Yeah, whenever that is, in Peterborough. Inviting them all down. So all of you need to come up and down, so I expect several thousand people... People have to come up and down. Up or down, I said, or left or right, whichever yeah. way we are. Okay. So point yourselves towards If they're already in Peterborough, can they stay, or do they have to go up or down? Um, as long as they point themselves towards, shall we say... Shall we say the brewery tap first, the, or...? No, the travel lodge opposite Jimmy Spices, okay. that's Nog Central. Point your cars towards Jimmy Spices... You want the travel lodge over the road. There'll be a vat of nog in there. I hopefully overlooking the bowling alley again. And we'll We're all... not going to Jimmy's place, though, are we? What? I don't like the food. Yeah, they're not, they're, their food has declined. Over. Well, where would we eat? We can find somewhere. The food has slowly declined, I think. Well, I don't like we'll anything. We'll find an alternative then, I suppose. Yeah. Is, he, is this just because you're still banned? No, I've been a few times since then. Yeah, but always in a disguise. We could, as I say, make it all around the brewery tap. But then... Eat and drink The hotel's not station. there. We'd need a hotel. We can get to the hotel afterwards. You can't have the nog uh, after the night out. The nog yeah, starts the event. Nog in the car park. Because... Yeah, maybe. We'll figure something out. We'll stick it all on the forum, the Fair full details. We'll chip, like, come in and come down. We could get that room out back. Yeah, that won't be booked up the week before Christmas, will it? Might not be. You never know. It's a brewery tap. Yeah, they'll charge us a bloody 500 quid for it. For last minute, they might not. Uh, you make I'll some calls. I'll send them a call. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll have proper details for next week's show for that, and um, and we'll stick all the details on the forum and everything. Um, as for the Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year, the return of Best Thing From, although when I have discussed it with people, I haven't been branding it Best Thing From, but you know it's the Best Thing From, Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year. It's the fifth annual one this year. 
Um, that's going to be live on Spreaker at some point over Christmas. I had penciled in, um, hold on, let me see the date, but I'm not sure if you're around for it. It's the 27th of December, the Saturday. You're going for that. I thought it would go for the 27th. That seems the best day. Um, Because it it needs to be on a Saturday so people can listen live. Can't do it Boxing Day. Um, Possibly. I'll have to see if my sproglets are going to be here or not. You can't talk from the other room. You need to be next to the microphone. But I think they are on Boxing Day. I think they are here. No, they're here Christmas Day and then they go to their mum's. We might be able to do it on Boxing Day, then. It's on home Boxing Day, and my wife could do probably a break from me. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they, perhaps Boxing Day, then. The People Google Zeitgeist Review. Are you going to be on the Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year again this year? As long as it's after nine. It'll be whenever it is, I guess. We're down well ready. Yeah. That's actually um, Mature Gamer recording night as well, because it's Friday, so we could, um, we could perhaps not do a Mature Gamer that week and just do the Google Zeitgeist Review of the Year and make that, like, a two- or three-hour live spectacular. Yeah, get everyone involved. Because it will also coincide with the launch of Geek Culture Radio. Oh, yeah. Don't roll your eyes. That is going to be our new home as of um, the 26th of December, I guess. Our new home is going to be geekcultureradio.com. It's going to be the new home for us and Bits and PCs and Night Shift. And there's a few other shows interested in being on there as well. But the idea is that's going to be a home for any and all gaming or geek-related podcasts that want to just come and have their show on our site, hang out in our forum, um, and we are working on a way to broadcast live shows, 24-hour-a-day, proper radio station dearly. So proper night shift show. Yeah, stick them on at 2 in the morning. They'll love that, won't they? Mm. They'll have to do it live at 2 in the morning. So I know there's pre-recorded nonsense. 2am yeah. every morning, night shift. They'll like that. Yeah, we wanted to, um, we talked to Angry John and, and Jay and a couple of the guys. We decided, didn't we, want to just make it different, rearrange everything a little bit. We're still going to be a mature gamer. I think they're going to become bits and PCs just standalone and Night yep. Shift just standalone. Um, I think the way I phrased it in the post I put on the forum was we want to make the site so that mature gamer podcast is just a small part of something awesome and massive. We don't want to be the center of attention on there anymore. We want to be able to go off and do our own thing and the show will still exist, but we don't want to feel like we are mature gamer podcast and we have to drag it forward all the time. We want to be, we want it to be a big old community thing, a whole load of different gaming podcasts on there. That'll be the ones we've got now. Hopefully some existing ones that we'll bring into the family and hopefully some new ones as well. So if you have got any interest in getting your own podcast off the ground, get in touch because now is the time to get hooked into this massive launch that we've got planned, be there on the ground floor of a new website that we're hoping to make into something really cool and awesome. Um, and yeah, it'll be smashing. We'll make Anna get the old loop casters involved. Wouldn't we? Jimmy two times has already said he's interested to get all your base on there. So is that a podcast about you? <laughs> it might be. Um, no, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's done a very good show. So that's on there. They're about five episodes in, I believe. Awesome. Um, and he said he's interested to see he'll be on. And she said Luke Cast is there. So we're, we're already looking at a good, what, one, two, three, it's going to be like nine hours worth of content at least. And then we'll just fill the rest with uh, Angry John swearing for five hours a day. And our own songs that we'll, we'll make. Yeah, we've got the one about Dave being a barking dog. 
And your dog's barking. Now, yeah, so. the, the the dog EP that we planned while we were away <laughs> last weekend. It's going to be our first foray into music. The I dog would EP. Um, just throw together a few three minute tracks about just, dogs. Yeah, whatever people said. Sing a song about uh, wheat biscuits. Well, that can't be on the dog EP. No, but that can go on. That'll be on the first EP. proper record. Yeah, we'll be we'll be fine. It'll be all. It'll be golden. Um, you know, I mentioned we should talk about some video games. Yeah, at some that was point. a while. Oh, actually. Anything significant happen at MCM that is worthy of mention? Um, I looked at the Arrow Hood, but decided my shoulders were perhaps too broad for it. I think, believe it or not, this superhero costume, I think, was made for a child. Can you believe it? I came up with a a fantastic premise for a Portal musical. Anna agreed it was good at the time. Did I? Yeah, but now she's got a microphone in front of her. She's pretending she didn't because she knows it's not cool. If you cast identical twins or identical triplets, you could have some great fun doing a a (laughs) stage show where you have portals and the twins run through simultaneously. You're an idiot. It'd be great. I've seen Cat and Alfie. We did see Cat and Alfie, yeah. (laughs) And Rima and Crichton and the cat. Yeah, the Red Red Dwarf dwarf. people. And did we see anyone, anyone else significant there? Lots of really cool Walking Dead costumes, like Rick and Tyrese. The Tyrese one was outstanding. Yeah. So uh, he was just a hat and a baby and a... Yeah, but he was Tyrese. Yeah, it was superb. So it helped that he was about eight feet tall as well and just yeah. massive. massive. So, uh, yeah, I think he wins costume of the of the event. Um, there wasn't really much in the way of gaming there, was there? When I've been to... Well, I've only been to MCM once before with Anna down in London and there was quite a lot of gaming stuff there. That was when I was um, had a zombie cheerleader rub herself up against me and sleeping dogs was there and there's quite a few bits there yeah we just dismissed sleeping dogs (laughs) because it just looked like a gta clone didn't even play it um but there was quite a lot of gaming stuff then the only thing they really had in birmingham was um a little bit of indie stuff that we'd seen it all before yeah Yeah, it was the same stuff from play expo and and eurogamer yeah but you would expect for i mean I was shocked at how much busier than any of the gaming events we go to it was. It just shows how much of a nerdy little niche we are in video games that I would consider the comic book folk nerds. But there's so many more of them, and they packed out the NEC. Weren't they? I mean, people always talk about how socially awkward nerds are, and I've been to a lot of conventions and stuff like that, so I always thought it was a stereotype. But going there really pissed me off. The amount of times you had people just walk in front of you barge into you, push past you, talk And that was just you. on your way from the car to the door yeah. with and me. it was just like... Someone stole my scarf. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to walk, you socially <laughs> But then, <laughs> I, when I walked through a photo shoot behind people, my wife was like, they're trying to take pictures, get out of the way. And then you walked between the camera <laughs> and the subject of the picture and didn't even speed up. You just casually walked through the photograph. I was would, walking. They could take their photos somewhere else. I realise they're probably equally socially inept. Yeah. It's bothering me that at Eurogame and all that, people just got out of my way. Yeah. But with thousands and thousands of nerds there, you'd think that's got to hit some target market for some games. And you would think you would have a, a video game there. And there just wasn't anything. We I was just a bit surprised. The zombie thing, and we only we only must have bumped into about ten people wearing zombie t-shirts. Yeah, again, Eurogamer Play Expo, zombies are all over the place. So we got loads of zombie <laughs> cards printed up for our new book, and it's just it was thinking right. We'll just give them to all the zombies, yeah. and we'll run out of cards by Saturday lunchtime. But yeah, ten we zombies ended up having to hold a, a cardboard sign up saying free books, and anyone who asked for one, we just gave. <laughs> I've them still to got them. that sign. I'm going to keep. I that love forever. that sign. I think that's stage one of our. 
rise to becoming expert marketers. We'd be like the <laughs> mad men of marketing, but we'd always have that sign where we just say that's where it all began. So um, I, I thought it was awesome again there. So I want to go to more of these MCM things next year. We should go to every event. Well, there's some in really weird places. They've got like MCM in a field and weird. So just Birmingham. I mean, MCM events. I mean, all events in the world. Birmingham, Manchester, London. That's, I think they do two of them each year. So that's six MCMs. We've got Play Expo. We've got Eurogamer. We're not going to rest because I had an argument with them by email. Uh, Yeah. Because they're, um, it's going to make me sound like such a wanker. Um, Basically, you know how we've already moaned that it's only running Thursday to Saturday because indie folk are weird and don't realise that people have jobs. Don't shake your head at me, that's it's, true. It's right, but um, they don't but, tailor it to people who want to go. So they're already not doing a Sunday, so it was already a case of, oh, well, I suppose we can go down the Friday night and then come back on the Saturday night, maybe. Um, but then I applied for press passes and they said, oh, you can only have them on the Thursday. What? Why? Oh, because... It's the BAFTA thing. We want all the press there for this BAFTA thing. So we're not letting, not giving press passes for the rest of the weekend. But I've got a job. And then I used the most wangy phrase I've ever used in an email. You realise we're the number one video game podcast in the UK and you're not letting us come because we've got jobs. And he just said, yeah, sorry. Um, if, it, if anything changes, we'll let you know. There's not a lot we can do about it. Well, you could just let people come when they want that would be what you could do about it i don't really it doesn't bother me so much that they it bothers me that you use the do you know who we are line that seems a bit awful but um, especially because it was tom at eurogamer who's a lovely man who sorted us out for egx and gave us a refund after we bought tickets and then got the press yeah. password and he's a lovely guy and I, I do feel bad but but no i don't <sighs> like the way indie uh in the indie scene runs things when i ran e2 and you thought why, what, A, why do it opposite E3? That just and it was on a Thursday night, wasn't it? It was on it, a night, yeah. It wasn't very well publicised. And you thought if you'd have just stuck that on the Saturday before or after and made a big deal out of it, people would have been available. But then they always go, well, no one's interested in indie. They're only interested We'd in We'd be interested if you let us play. Yeah. You, you I don't know. I, I think there's a certain breed of people who only enjoy stuff that isn't popular. I remember being friends with a girl who's really in uh, niche bands and then whenever they become popular, she'd drop them and she'd always want to go to gigs and only cheer for the really random songs they played. There's people that are just like that. And I think the sort of people who are like that must be the people who are running this whole indie thing from the top, like the indie shows. And They're just trying to make it niche. They only want the people who are mm. really into it turning up. They don't want the new. Well, hopefully thing. they'll have a change of heart after hearing us say these lovely things about them and they'll, they'll let us come and play well, on if Saturday. If you want it to really kick off and be good, I mean, I get what they probably want people to actually understand, but if they want the general public to embrace it, then they need to make it. We make such a big deal about these events when we go to them. And mm. it, I, I hate saying it, but we're not this little tin pot outfit who aren't going to make a difference. There's thousands of people out there listening to this show. We should be talking positively about it. Do it. I remember I always moan a bit to people about Nintendo's policy for reviewing games. And I often feel that if they made it easier for guys like us to get the games and review them and whatnot, then loads of shows like us would do it. And we're not the only show out there doing this. If you combine all the listeners to all the indie shows that exist... They've got to outnumber the ones who listen to the top shows. But yeah, if I ask Nintendo for a game review, they'll say, right, we'll send you it in a month's time and you've got to send it back within 10 days. <laughs> and if there's any problems with it, you've got to pay for it and that sort of thing. And if it's not back in time, we won't send you any more games. And whenever I get, I always forget and I, I get this email through and I just think I'm not going to bother. 
<laughs> I'd rather just not review it. I review something on Xbox or PlayStation, which they're going to let us a keep, which sounds greedy, but I don't mean it in like a, I want to be able to keep it. I just don't want to feel like I have to return it by deadline. If they ask for all the games back now, they're all sat on the shelf. I send them back. But it's the fact that it has to be returned within 10 days. And I've got to worry about if my, is my son going to bite it? Cause he's the kind of annoying two year old who will just pick something up and have a nibble. Cause if he has a nibble of the destiny preview, we got that will just go in the bin. Cause it's, it's on the side. Um, I try and look after my stuff, but do you know what I mean? They're not expecting me to return that disc. Um, but Nintendo, I've put far, I have to sign a non-disclosure agreement and post it to them or scat, print it and whatever every time we get a game. I don't have to do anything else. This is why we shouldn't miss shows. We get whingy. Um, I don't mean to whinge, and I know we're in a very good position. I don't, want, I don't ever want people to feel like we're, we're sitting here going, oh, life's so hard when we get... What I'm trying to say is just when you have a... When you deal with someone like EA and they send you a game and you think, that's cracking. Got the game through, reviewed it. The game wasn't very good, perhaps, but we got it through easy easy peasy. We got uh, Beyond Two Souls, Last of Us, all that sort of stuff. Brilliant, nice and easy. Just came through the post. Destiny came through the post. It was brilliant. Um, and then, I mean, when we got the Warner Brothers ones through, like Shadow of Mordor and Batman. Mordor. Mordor. Um, both fantastic little send-throughs, really quick and smooth, and had a bit of information on them. And then it comes to Nintendo, and it's like, please print out and sign these several pages and return them by tomorrow. We will send you the game in a month's time. When we send you the game, you have 10 days to review it and send it back. Please forward us every link you mention of it. Blah, 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 blah. Tell us how you're going to do it. Rah, rah, rah. And it's, and I, I spoke to somebody who said that's how it used to be with all the other companies and they've all changed Nintendo do need to change and I know I've gone off on a bit of a tangent from the indie talk but the indie people need to realise there's a, there's a way to do these things there's a reason these companies do their things at weekends there's a reason they do them the way they do them and that's because they've spent millions on advertising and promotions and arranging events and turning up and just saying we're going to do it differently we're going to do it our way sometimes is a bad idea I know we very much do stuff our own way but we're not shooting ourselves in the foot if we do it too badly we'll let people you know people will let us know sorry and we'll change and then we'll shoot you in the foot yes anna you're right you listen to him whinge no i right. tried to get away from the wind i tried to justify bring it. yourself in close because you're going to tell us all about assassin's creed unity <laughs> why is haven't been recorded why haven't you been playing it it's broke how is it broken? Because I watched you play this for a little while, and I really like the look of it. I want to you play, play it. it then. What's wrong with it? It's broken. Yeah, how? To be specific, what's broken about it? Well, I, I like to 100% maps, and I can't because the app don't work. You have to use the app to unlock the boxes, and that's annoying. I don't care about that. Can I? Would I? In, is it broken to me when all I want is to clamber up buildings, stab a few people with my wrist knife, and enjoy yeah, a nice tale? It's not Assassin's Creed as it used to be. Basically, like, your um, actions, like your stabbing in the neck, you have to earn them and buy them. What do you mean you have to earn them? You have to buy them with Assassin's Creed points. Uh, I hate that. No, explain. (laughs) So, how do I kill people at the start of the game? You don't, really. So, how do I earn points? By doing things... What sort of things? Clambering up buildings? Because I like a good clamber. I don't know how it works, but you do certain things. Like, you know in, like, the first Assassin's Creed where you just sat on a bench to blend? Mm. Yeah, you have to buy that. You can't do it. You have to buy that. That's one of the 
perks you have to buy. But that was rubbish as well. No one yeah, but, wants to do that. No, but if you need to do it, you see people sitting on a bench and people are after you and you sit down and they can't see you, you have to you have to buy that. And it, it's like you've got lock picking and you have to buy them. There's three different stages. And if you don't have the stage of where you're at, you can't so, have lock things. Are they trying to make it an RPG then? Right? Yeah, because um, you also have to buy your clothes and different clothes. So you're naked at the start. No, you've got not your normal clothes on, but you have to um, like level up your clothes. So because the, there's Paris and the, um, the different sections have different levels. Mm. So like one, you could have be have area one, and then over there's an area four. If you're in a, if you're level one in the Quotation marks. Bunny ears. Yeah, you can't go into the level four without having a lot of trouble. And I, is that because there's a class system? Is that the kind of thing they're setting up? Is maybe, like- but I, I don't know. It's just like because it's like the combat is like. Um, I well, just to clarify, Creed. I don't mean a game class system. I mean like a political class system where you you know poor and you're middle class and you because it, it, it's set in France, isn't it? And in that era, there was the rich people the well, yeah, so it makes sense if the clothes have to be the right thing. You well, no, the, the, if you're a peasant walking. In no, I don't area. think that's it. like. Exactly. So the, the clothes have like different stats to them, so you've got like some have got health and stop playing with that. <laughs> you're being annoying. And Put it away, Kev. You pervert. <laughs> it's a gnome on wheels. I'm All fascinated by it. You've had it for like three years and you've never touched. I've never seen it before, but I want it now. Is it mine? Can I have it? Was that one of those? I'll take it to work. Um, I thought games were put off doing this sort of thing. I remember seeing a great comic for Final Fantasy XII where someone was like, you can't wear those boots. You haven't got the LP. (laughs) And the person was like, of course I can. And then just pulls a boot over his head. (laughs) It's just completely like doesn't know what to do with it. And that is the point. It's stupid having these licenses and stuff for something that stupid. All they needed to do was take the stupid boats out and go back to what made Assassin's Creed great. um, Are they trying to make it all next gen and have new features and all this complicated stuff that we couldn't do before? Yeah, well, like, you have um, premium premium currency. Your helix, I believe they're called. But you can pay for that in real life. Mm. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So you can, and you buy stuff with that, like upgrades. And I, I just don't like it. When did Ubisoft disappear up their own arsehole? Before Watch Dogs, pretty much. Before long. Is it Watch Dogs that's ruined them? I Thinking, was... did it go to their head when people said, "Oh, it's going to be the best game ever"? Because yeah. they just seem to have lost it completely. They were everyone's darling two years mm. ago. But, what went um, wrong? It's like with the with the fighting because the f- like I'm not into all frame rates, but it, it when it drops when you're because there's thousands of people around you and if you're in the middle of a battle and you don't see the yellow little yellow line light up you don't counter they hit you you down in like two strikes and I have noticed you've been dying in it and yeah. I've I've bearing in mind I'm not very good at video games but I've gone through entire Assassin's Creed games before without dying yeah, once and. They just, like, because of you've got the different areas that are different levels, say I'm a level two and I'm in a level three, they're just killing me constantly. I don't, why levels? It's, that's not what, this is supposed to be a meathead game. They're, they're picking on the meatheads here. This is supposed to be, um, yeah, you've got FIFA and Call of Duty. There is one more game you might quite like. Here you go, try a bit of Assassin's Creed. It's really easy and fun. Like, I've tried the, um, the co-op missions. They, 
they work when they want to. Like, I was playing with um, Flighty the other day, and it took him, like, an hour just to get into the game because, it, according to Ubisoft, he wasn't online. Even though I was talking to him through party chat, he was in his game, I was in my game. But every time I sent him an invite, oh, no, he, he wasn't online. And then he had, look, I wasn't online. And he went away for, like, half an hour, turning off his internet and turning it all back on and going into settings just to get online. And it's just really annoying. Like, the missions are good and they work when they want to work, but... Do you see yourself finishing it? No. Not, not. Probably next summer when I've got nothing to play. That they have actually considered recalling it. Really? I think think they're being asked to recall it, but whether or not... That that would ruin the franchise, surely. What I've heard, they, they sent emails. I got an email from Ubisoft this week saying... Um, the DLC that come like they're sorry for all the problems. The DLC that comes out whenever is free, and whoever got the season pass gets a free game. So you got people are getting for, can get Far Cry Four, like games that are what like proper current yeah, games, proper Ooh, current wow. games. But that's nice, and that's a good gesture giving them for, uh, Far Cry Four. Yeah, but I'm like I I love Assassin's Creed, and I just can't bother with that no. game at the moment. Like is Rogue broken as well? I, I mean? haven't. I think that's that's kind of gone under the radar. Apparently, it's like Black Flag Two. Ugh. Don't worry about <laughs> I, it. I like I playing Unity makes me want to go back to Black Flag, even though I don't like the boats. Bloody hell, it must be bad. But yeah, it makes because <laughs> I was playing that like a week before Unity uh, came out to get back into the thing, and I'm just like I'd rather go back to that because with Black Flag you could just get into a fight. You didn't have, like, I hate countering it. It wrecks me. And this ye- little yellow line that you see, because they're about to hit you, is awful. Mm. It, oh. I'll, um, I'll give it a... <laughs> I'll wait until it's fixed, and until you've managed to finish well, it, then I'll have a gun. Is Danny Wallace in it? That's the important thing. Oh, well, there you go, then I'll play it. I'll play I it now. Think I've heard him, but, like, they set it up as, like, now, like, um, Espargo is now in your TV. So you can, pl- every- anyone can play your own, um... Like history, basically. Yeah. That's kind of cool, but um, I'm gonna wait till it's fixed because it's sure. Because like I was talking to Flash the other day, and he goes, "I've deleted all the apps and everything because it's just cut because you on the apps like you you send off your other assassins on jobs, and then when they come back after a certain amount of missions, they open chests that are in the game, and because that wasn't connecting with that." That was broken. I liked to open all my chests, and that wasn't working. The initiates, which is basically another side of your um, assassins, also isn't working. It just says coming soon. Why release something if it's not even ready? They shouldn't have released it. Mm. On the yes. subject of um, stuff being released badly and getting money back and stuff, have you seen that we're going to be getting $50 of PlayStation credit because of the PlayStation Vita launch? Are we getting it? We are I've, getting I've it. I've only seen it in the US. Anyone who got a PlayStation Vita at launch, um, because it was advertised, it was all to do with the, the um, remote play. Because remote play, it was advertised as being able to remote play properly between P- PS3 and Vita, and it never really worked mm-hmm. properly. Um, so because of that, anyone who got it before a certain date, which I think was like July 2012, maybe. Um, so within, within the first sort of three or four months of it being out, get $50 of PlayStation Store credit. For everyone, even the UK? I believe so. Oh, I can't I've do it in America and not US. here, surely. No. I bought mine on launch day. I got mine it, on launch day. It um, only worked on... I got mine on launch 
Yeah. <laughs> I got mine on launch day and never attempted remote play because I wasn't interested. But I, know, but I was really it, disappointed. Yeah, it didn't work for anything. It worked well. It worked for a handful of games, games that I didn't get. Still doesn't really work with oh, the wait, PlayStation no, 4. It does. Yes, it does. I've played stuff on that. Any time I've tried it, it's really laggy. Oh, no. Like, I, I remember would, I've got a bloody video. I played. Dragon. Oh, my God. Dragon Age on it. And because there's not many buttons, it doesn't work at all. But I could still stream it. It looked beautiful, but mm. I couldn't play it properly because of the buttons that I'm missing. Talking of Vitas as well, anyone out there who shops at Tesco, this is important information <laughs> for you. Breaking news, um, Tesco Club Card Boost um, now allows you to double your club card points and spend it in the gaming department. Yeah. So we had £75 worth of club card vouchers and got a free Vita. Off the back of it, so what if card deals blow my mind because you went to France, <laughs> you took us to Belgium on yours, yeah, and we had a tenner. And I asked I've also you. got our our Tesco subscription to deliveries was all paid for by club card vouchers. My breakdown insurance is all paid you for in club card. Yeah, my RAC. Well, I get all my petrol from Tesco as well. well no, we've got, got five people. I filled up the car for 102 p a liter at the weekend as well, thanks to club card. I bloody love club card. <laughs> but yeah, if you've got any club card vouchers there, and you, and, you and you're yeah, and you're struggling a little bit at silly season. If you've got 25 quid's worth of club card vouchers, that's a brand new release next-gen game. Yeah, 50 quid's worth of game for that. I made him get me Shape Up, which is another Ubisoft game that might not work. Hmm. Um, for £17, it should have been 34 So... Yeah, that's seventeen pounds of in pretend invisible money yeah. as well because it didn't exist before. It's just yeah. club card <laughs> points. You can give him back. Yeah, so this year out of club card, we've had breakdown insurance. We've had a subscription to deliveries for a year. We've had a Vita, and we've had a, a Xbox One game, all from shopping at Tesco. <laughs> this week's podcast is brought to you by Sainsbury's. Is yeah, Nectar that good? Right. In your face, Nectar. Yeah, I'll learn you. I've never... Yeah, um, how many Vitas have you got out of that? <laughs> exactly. They need to step up now, really, didn't they? And give us all an Xbox. This is why the only places I shop are Tesco and maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. Because anything I could ever want is available from one of those two places. And they're two shops I subscribe to. I can't I'm believe I live in this ridiculous world where I subscribe to shops. Department. I, uh, I don't know if I mentioned on the show before, but I found a really good site for finding company details. I'll, I'll send their head marketer our episode saying, look, you, uh, Tesco's owe us a few grand there. <laughs> um, no, I think that is crazy. And they'll say, um, the way I heard it, you already got a Vita and some other stuff out <laughs> of us. Say, look, mate, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, but we spent a lot of money to get them, them yeah. points, but then it's points that we now don't have to... Shamefully, we must be spending not far off a grand a month in Tesco when you consider the food shop and the petrol. Yeah. <laughs> we eat a lot of food. Shopping. Well, no, we have five people that are fussy. Yeah, and me. Who eat anything? Okay, you're not the fussy one, but I am fussy. Um, now we're not talking about your diet because I think we need to talk about more games. <laughs> I played uh, Lego Batman Three Beyond Gotham. Um, not very far. Did you actually play it? I actually played it for a short amount of time. Okay. That's like a caveat because I haven't had much time. Um, but what happened was I started playing it, was getting into it, and then my wife went, "I'd like to play it with you." <laughs> and I thought, well, there's no point in me bloody saving it then because. I'll, I'll have to start the game with her anyway because she doesn't want. She doesn't want to. I said to her, well, "Get on then." She went, "No, I want to see the story." So I was like, "For God's sake!" So um, I played it for a bit. She got the hang of it. Um, you know, it's, it's like all the Lego games mm. that I have played before, and it's it's a bit funny. You know, the the starter things you build are a bit ludicrous. I feel like in Marvel it was funny and like 
I forget his name, Mr. Fantastic, is it? He turns into a teapot. Mm. That was a bit ludicrous, but I could handle it. But then they had this random machine appear in the sewer at the very start, which then vomited up some sort of gun that then blasted a hole in the door that then helped you solve a puzzle to drain the sewer. And I just thought, this is taking it too far. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a bit too implausible. But um, no, it looks amazing. It looks really Oh, shiny. yeah, it looks... Control's fine. Um... And I just like the story. I didn't realise how few characters I know from DC beyond the headline heroes. I don't know any of the. Have you found Green Arrow yet? No. Stupid game. (laughs) Oh, did you know? Just hijacking sheepdog here. Injustice Gods Among Us is the PlayStation Four plus game, and the Green Arrow in that is the guy off the TV show. He does the voice for it. So I'm downloading that and just spending my time making him grunt as he hits people, and I'll love it because it's free. I wouldn't begrudge getting the DLC for that. That was a cracking game. I loved the story, and I'm wondering if the DLC has more story and stuff like that. I'm oh, sorry, hit the mic there. Um, I would, I would be well into that. I imagine it's usually on the DLC is usually on sale when they do a free, mm. isn't it? But, um, I'll be all over that next that, week. Get on it. Get get PS Plus to get it for free, and then get the DLC because I loved playing that when it came out. Um, that made me really want to get into comics more. Um, that was a superb game. I also had a look at, and I didn't play this very much. I only looked at the demo. And um, I want advice more than anything on it. And I know I always ask this and I never get any responses back. Because no one likes you. A guy at work told me to... Oh, I've lost the bloody name of it. Told me to play Supreme Ruler 2020. Have you ever played that? Never heard of it. It's like a world... Is it a cricket game? Yeah, no. <laughs> like a world uh, simulator. You know, you're, you control a country's government and... And you, you have a big game of 2020 of cr- cricket, yeah? Um, yeah? Sequel to Supreme Ruler 2010. And, um, yeah, that seems a bit lopsided. Are they suggesting it's a year? Is that what's happening here? The year 2020? Yes, that's correct. Not the short-form version of the wonderful sport of cricket? No. Interesting. No vision either. But um, it's a ridiculously complicated game. What, on a phone? No, it's a PC game. Well, why did you look at your phone to remember? To see it? what the name of it was, because I uh, had okay. a reminder. And um, it's about $10 on Steam, I believe. Um, but I only played the demo because I'm tight. I, d- I didn't realise I had any money. I have money now, so I can get it maybe. But I, I wanted to know if people think it's worth the investment. Because this guy at work said it's one of the best games he ever played, and he plays it all the time religiously. He wants to play me at it. But plays it dressed as a vicar. If people sort of say no, nah, nah, I'm not gonna. I just won't. But I'm interested in playing it with him. I just it looks really complicated, and I don't want to get completely destroyed by him at it. I want to go in there playing it with him and actually give him a challenge I don't know it sounds cool it's up my street because I like the whole controlling stuff you could be a bit of a dictator if you want or you could be something else just nice to people you have to obviously control what the country is doing and you know you just make your money and send your arms in and try and rule the world it's one of those things just run a country sounds like running this podcast really yeah but um, other than that so I played them too, and I, I know I'm kind of doing all one in one go. Hey, did anyone ask him? No, no one he did. He seems to have just butted in. Um, I know I mentioned the other week about playing the Wii with my daughter, um, playing Wii bowling, and we've got hooked on that in my house all of a sudden. It's got a real revival. It's bizarre. We've been playing it non-stop every couple of days. Bowling, bowling, <laughs> non-stop every, every couple, couple of days. days. Yeah, when I'm home and I'm free, um, I've been watching my daughter's score go up. She started off, she could only get about 30 
Now she's up to about 90 to 100. You should take her real bowling. She might have a future in this. She's been bowling before, yeah. But um, no, and my score's been going progressively up as well, which is quite handy, you see. Have you made a century yet on it? Yeah, I'm, I'm closing mm. in on 200. Across how many games did it take you to get to 200? Uh, a single game. Wow. I did a whole game where I got a strike or a, or a half strike. Every spare, game we call one. that. Spare, that's it. A spare or a strike in every bowl except one where I got eight, and I was very annoyed. But, um, it's much like when you go bowling for real. You're that good, aren't you? Hmm. I always played a game bowling. My mate said, if you get three strikes and your next three goes, you won't come last. And I went, bang, bang, bang. There you go. Thank you very much. Have a good evening. Went home. Um, but I won. <laughs> I came second from last. And I was very proud of myself. He should have said that at the start. If you get a strike every go, you'll win the game. <laughs> he should have, to be fair. But, uh, yeah, when he gave me the target, I, I reached it. Marvellous. Um, Anna. There has been a game that's not Assassin's Creed that I've noticed you playing a little bit of. You've not really been that into it, but no. Dragon Age Inquisition has been knocking around the house, and you must be up to nearly three or four hours in that game by now, do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. Does that sound about right? Three or four hours? Times up by a day, at least. How many hours into it are you? Last time I looked was 34. 34 hours, and when did this game come out? Last Friday. And I wasn't here for the weekend. So that's in... Four days. <laughs> Crikey, Anna. <laughs> when did you last look? Did you last look yesterday? Before <laughs> a 12-hour binge. So that's that. You've already clocked up more hours in that than I have in Football Manager. And Football Manager was out the week before. Mm, and I've had, had a weekend on that. I've had hours of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How have you got that many hours on it already? I've had 18 hours of sleep. I go and do everything. Yeah, but the house still isn't... I mean, it's still standing. The washing up has been done. The dog's been walked. <laughs> when are you doing this? Are you not sleeping at the moment? I've got cold, so I don't go out. I don't want... I'm not exercising as I should be, so I'm just sitting playing games instead because I'm ill. So it's my poorly game. Is it any good then, or are you just <laughs> passing the time? <laughs> it's... Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Like, I started it, because I've already played the six hours, the first six hours on the Xbox, and I was like, okay, like, this game's all right. And where it, end, where, where it finished, I was like, oh my God, I want to play some more. So I started again on the PlayStation. I just, I'm going, I'm doing everything and going everywhere. And oh. You looked like you were going to cry last night when you thought you'd finished it. I thought, I actually thought I finished it. Like, I got to this big bit and... What I was the main mission that I was doing, I did what they wanted me to do, and I was like, Oh, is that it? Because I'm thinking people are saying this like a 90 hour game just for the, the single player, and I'm thinking, Oh, okay, fair enough. I mean, it mine piqued my interest when he sort of said someone at his work told him because it's made by the same people as he sort of went, I was told it was like Mass Effect mm. and it's linked to Mass Effect, so I got it. And I thought, hang on a minute, I'd never really thought... It's not linked to Mass Effect. No, it's not the same universe or anything like that, but he just sort of said he got it because it was similar. It's, yeah, it is. You've got your companions and you have to... They have, like, little side stories that you have to go and do and... Why didn't anyone tell me this? We (laughs) have been telling you this. Am I a personal lesbian? Yes. (gasps) I'm already trying (laughs) to romance this lady. Excellent. What about in Dragon Age? (laughs) <laughs> but um, so yeah, so generally you can be your shepherd sort of equivalent. And well, you can you've got your teams. if you go on Dragon Age Keep. Basically, they have. It's an app. It's the, on on the internet. Okay. 
And on there, you can have Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2, and you can make your story from there. So you pick you pick choices and stuff. And then when you sign into Dragon Age, it will say, well, do you want to use um, the save that you've made on the keep? You go, yes. So everything that you had from them two games, that you the choice you picked, starts in that game. Can you play the games and still have it online? Or is that gone now because it's all next-gen, obviously? Yeah, it's a different console, so it doesn't transfer over. It might no, no, transfer no, over on the PC. Like, no saves, no, no saves whatsoever of transfer over. You have to go on the keep. And just explain what you did. And Yeah, and just pick two. It's just like... <laughs> what I did was sit there for an hour, trying to get my controller to work, and then gave up. <laughs> Is that an option on the keep? Uh, but no. That sounds great. Do you know what? I really... I'm an idiot. I watched a couple of videos and just thought it looks like just dragon fighting and... Yeah, I just... I, I don't know. I've only just met a dragon. But it sounds already more up my alley than I ever thought it would be. Um, I'm going to, again, like, this list. What uh, ha- happens like, at the start, you fall out of the rift, which is, like, the rift is where demons and stuff are. You fall out of it, and then everyone thinks you're, like, the next coming, basically. And you can tell people, no, I'm not, or yes, I am, to make people like you and not like you. And then you just have to go around, and you have this green thing on your hand, and you close. You, there's rifts around the world, and you have to close them, and you just just go out. <laughs> just, yeah, story and, from there. Basically, and, I guess. Yeah, you, like you don't have to do any side missions if you don't want to. The story, the main story, I think is level two. As you progress, you get to the level that you need to be, because there's like the one bit I did when I thought I'd finished. You can't do anything but do the mission that you're doing. You can't go off and level up somewhere because you're just stuck there. And I got through it. So obviously it's leveled that way. But it's it's a massive, massive game. I just spent hours just walking around. This is my fear of it because I really like the look of it. I've already told Anna that um, in the Christmas <laughs> holidays I am confiscating it. It's my game and my PlayStation for the Christmas holidays. But where on earth... Am I supposed to fit in a 90-hour video game in my life? (laughs) There just isn't space for it. That's a good point. That's a worry. Couldn't they have just split it over three games and made it the Dragon Age trilogy? Yeah, but nobody wants it. It's already the third one of the Dragon Age trilogy. Yeah, Yeah, these these people who like their massive games... I mean, again, it's just a time-of-life thing, because when Skyrim was out, I put over 100 hours into that and loved every second of it. I couldn't find the time with that. I've, I've gone into that a few times and then just thought... No, it's too big. I get yeah, I, I, I was like that when Skyrim comes out. Skyrim star. Oh my god, I can't even get my words out. When Skyrim came out, came out. Oh my god, I'm so sorry, people. Um, but it it was broken on the PlayStation, so I couldn't carry on. Every I time really I turned need, it on, it just broke. Really so. need to break my leg. That can be arranged. Fallout Skyrim. That sounds like a game. <laughs> That'd work. There we go. Fallout Skyrim and Dragon Age. I play them all back to back. It's these pesky jobs getting in the way again. Yeah. It's always the pesky jobs. We need to pack legs. these in. Just break. I'll break your leg Just for you. Once. I'll run you over in my well, car. Yeah, yeah, I've got these people on my friends who have games and uh, games have jobs and they're playing. We've got three jobs each though. Yeah, That's you, our problem. You, the other two you choose to do. No, no I know. Yeah, 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 just so we don't have to do the other ones. That's the plan. Nah, I mean, I, <laughs> I do pile it on. I've already, I was saying it earlier. I've just started trying to start a fourth job with someone over the internet. Um, and I'm looking for jobs five and six to fund job two. It's, uh, it's all a bit mental. Um, uh, that's why sleep's down to six hours a day. I'm kind of 
Yeah, he still gets eight hours a night, but only six hours a day now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Dragon Age, if you've got the time and you like Dragon Age and you like, it is very pretty. There is no bugs, but I heard there is one bug with about, about, <laughs> no, right, no, no, listen, yeah, I know, there I is no, there's no bugs in the game, but apparently you there's something up with the banter. The banter's not... The banter? The banter is not working, apparently, but... I don't know, but what uh, the hell does that mean? Well, you're, you have, like, three companions with you, so you've right. always got a group of four. Okay. And um, they banter with each other, so... Oh, okay. But apparently that's not happening, but I haven't really missed mm. it. Is there multiplayer in it? Can, yes. the, can that group of four people be four actual people as yes. well? Ooh. Up to level two. Um, right. The person who said the band that was broken was just playing with garbage people. <laughs> yeah, he was I playing online. Cards Against Humanity, where they said it just wasn't funny. They said they got yeah. the cards out and none of the hands made anyone laugh. And, so, and the response to that review was, well, you, your friends are just boring. <laughs> yeah. You had five people playing that game and not one of you could make anyone laugh. You're idiots. Yeah. And that got like a hundred sort of supports or whatever because it was... That's the point of that game. It all it depends entirely on the group you're with, doesn't it? Because mm. we're all horrible people. We had a great time. <laughs> last week. Yeah, I didn't realise how evil your wife is. Yeah. She, uh, she was, was, Anna told me off today because I was so mean to my wife over the weekend. Was, really but she was mean to a lot of races and genders. Yeah, but, that's funny. <laughs> but she also, no, she, she, we have a very good kind of nitpicking, <laughs> jabby kind of thing. It's, it's good, it's good. Um, important question about Dragon Age Mm -hmm. Um, if people are out there like me know they're not going to be able to put in more than 8 or 10 hours into it is it worth well no is it worth will I get enough out of it to enjoy the experience if I only play the first 10 hours like I said last night I thought I'd finished it and the story was there was fantastic like there's time travel and there's demons and there's there's dragons and everything and just up to there ages huh nothing um, and it, like I would have been fine with like, like where I where I thought it was finished. I thought that don't was tell them that this is EA we're talking about. They're going to take the rest of it off you and sell it back to you now. Um, <laughs> if you didn't, I, mean, I know what I'm like. I would want to do all the side stuff. But if I thought to myself, right, I've got ten hours or fifteen hours, could I do just the story and ignore everything else? It probably make the game not as good. But yeah, um. I thought the idea was the story was 80 hours and then the side missions make oh, it even right. longer. Yeah, make it Okay, no. <laughs> yeah. But no, oh on, no, like, genuinely, I thought I'd finish that night and I thought that was a good story. Yeah. We, we looked through the there. trophies last night and you know how on PlayStation they show you how rare they are and the one for just finishing the story was ultra rare and had 0.4% of people have actually finished the story. Um, I imagine, though, we're looking at this from the sort of point of view where we have to play something different every other week, pretty Mm. much. Um, Oh, this will be my game. Yeah, I think if I got this and played it with the amount of time I've got, it would just be that in a year's time, I'd go, I'm still on Dragon Age. Well, you had a year of Mass Effect, so people people know what to... I had a very, very, very good start of the year. I had a good March and April, I think it was. Yeah, March 2013 to April 2014 on Mass Effect. I adore playing them back to back. That was fantastic. Really? You never said at the time. Oh, I know. But, yeah, there's... For me, because I'm not going to be buying any more games, I know, like, Little Big Planet comes out on Friday, I'm I'm not going to buy it because I've got Christmas. Unless Tesco want to sort us out. (laughs) Which is... I love Little Big Planet, but I can't can't get it at the moment. Cash um, toilet roll bill will probably solve it. (laughs) But, yeah, Dragon Age, if you want a game that actually works and you 
Synchronously. Well, make a next gen game like that. That's 90 hours long, no bugs. Because they're Bioware and they know what they're doing. The last one came out in like 2011. Yeah, when was Bioware's last game was Mass Effect 3. So they've they've been developing this game for nearly three years. I I mean, it's just brilliant. But then wouldn't they have needed... Assassin's Creed have made two games in the last year. This is their third (laughs) game of the year. You'd expect the one where they're making it and are releasing it to be better because they surely are building on... They're not... Binning the platform of all of them and starting... They're just rushing, though. Whereas Dragon Age came out when it was done. But, no, but that's fine. Rushing's fine if, if you constantly... Build, they should be building on the platform they built for, for Assassin's Creed 4 or whatever. And then it should just be a re- like Football Manager. They don't redo Football Manager every year. They build on Football Manager 2012 until they've got that as far as it will go. And then 16 will be the new system. And then by 2018, we'll have this amazing Football Manager that's so better than the ones in the past. So the Assassin's Creed should be should be getting better each time, not more and more broken and weird. Well, no, they were, they were fine. Like, Black Flag Black Flag was fine. Mm. Like, Kevin didn't like the boats, fair enough. But that was... wasn't, ju- wasn't just me. A lot of people didn't like the boats. I think they've tried to go back to what made Assassin's Creed great and have just and messed it up broke, by thinking, they... oh, it's not very... There's not a lot to it. It's just running around and killing folk. Yeah, I... I, I They've broken it. They've broken mm. my no, love for the it's game. It's impressive still that Bioware, yeah, have just... Because I was worried that no one was able to do that at the moment, I think. I worried, I know, like, because even Destiny, that was a bit of a Ugh. piss take. Um, now Destiny 2 is coming out. For yeah. their 10-year game. Yeah, in nine years, so It's not coming out now, surely. <laughs> no, that I've, would be I've, wrong. I know there are loads and loads and loads and loads of people who play Destiny to death and still do, and are doing their Vault of Glass and all of that. But... I haven't looked at that in weeks because no. there was no story to it. I don't know what the story was. The story starts after the game is finished. It's just stupid. Um, three minutes of the show left. Am I allowed to talk about what I've played now? No, not played three anything minutes. Football I've played Football Manager. Doing all right? Yeah. I'm uh, just outside the playoffs towards the end of my second season with Boston United. There's Conference North. Um, but it's, it's football manager, but it's just better than ever. And I don't really know why. I just love it. It's fantastic. And I am a little bit sad that there's not going to be a Vita version coming out. Spoke to Miles at, at Sports Interactive on Twitter. And, um, he basically said, um, yeah, no one really bought the Vita one. So we're not going to be doing one this year. Well, Miles, if only someone had said back in May, when you brought out this football manager game on Vita, Ignoring what you're saying, because you've said it before, I imagine, um, could he not try and prove you wrong? <laughs> he did, and he failed, and now he's not going to bring the game out. Could, could he not try and prove you wrong by just updating the database of 2014, sticking a five on it, and bringing it out? Which I, it goes? I asked him to do that. At the time, I said, Can, can't you just let us do that? I would pay him another 30 quid for exactly what you've just described. But no, apparently, just it's not going to happen. I don't really understand that. I mean, there must be a good reason. Uh, he said before, I imagine it's because when you release on console, um, you have to have Sony take their cut. And then and because they're not natively making on that, they then have to pay someone else to translate it into PlayStation language as well. So I imagine it costs them a lot of money to do. They then don't make as much money on it. And if they don't then sell hundreds of thousands, it's not worth doing that yeah. again. But I can't help but think if they'd have just 
waited and brought it out now as 2015 on the Vita, it would have sold massively. And it's such a shame that they didn't. And I don't really understand the logic behind it. But I'm sure an intelligent man would... Yeah, but I explained why his logic was wrong. And it's proven that I am a hero. No, it's proven that... People didn't buy it because it was released at a stupid time. It might just mean that nobody wants it except you. I don't think that's true. I think lots of people want it. (laughs) I think... You know, I'm inclined to believe you because I had the same debate with him on Twitter. Um, and but he did explain I did a lot of market research and people buy the handheld games at that time of year and that's the best time people wanted it. There's a decline in football manager playing at that point and they wanted to kind of pick up. He went through loads of reasons. I know, but I, I kind of think if there is a decline in, in PC gaming of football manager at that point, it's probably because, like me... It's the end of the season. No, not, not in March so much. It's it was of... end of April he released oh, the right. game. Like, people give up on their teams, what I was going to say. With the teams... There were three games of the season left when the Vita game came out. Yeah, uh, okay. Because yeah, I was thinking, I often get to a point where I'm a bit sick of Spurs around that time. Because <laughs> yeah. they've already failed. It's the end of the season. I can understand the craps wanting to rush it out for the World Cup. But... Really? I Get just think, holidays, just just hands. wait, go back in time and then just wait and release it this week and I will buy it. That is my promise to you, person from the past. Yeah, but I'd buy it again now. I'd buy it twice. I'd buy three copies. I'd buy you a copy. With a, with a 2015 and an updated database. Yeah. You can get Craig McCall-Smith now, can't you, on your posh before manager? Yeah. Looks like I'm not the only one with a time machine. Mm. We won't discuss football. No, I know. Um, is that all you played? Yeah, I, I have... Again, someone on Twitter said, you don't play games. I've played nearly 30 hours of Football Manager in the last two weeks. Yes, it's all I've played, but I've averaged two hours a day on it, so I'm not doing too bad for somebody who doesn't play games. I'm so lame, I'm looking forward to sitting at my sister's this weekend and watching her play SimCity for the evening. While you I'm are pretty lame. Or something. Um, that's your lot anyway, boys no, and girls. I only talk about Xbox. What about Xbox? Well, it's been a year since Xbox One came out. Right. Right. And they sent everyone a gift who were early adopters, and guess what? Guess what I got? A poster. I got four. I got I got posters, and I got a free view Halo Four forward until dawn HD for a limited time. What is that? Is that the TV program? <laughs> you don't like Halo, and the poster is an email that you have yeah, to print out. Email. What I've a load got, of tap! I've got. Well, I've got background um, for my another a gamer picture. Well, I'm glad you <laughs> felt the need to put that in the apparently show. Apparently people are, are getting Limbo free for early adopters. I've not had my code yet. I, I got We got it on day one. Have you got a code yet? I'm not an official day one person because right, I didn't well, get the achievement. I had, but people are getting Limbo. I've had my Xbox Live account for 10 years and <laughs> I got the console on launch day and I'm getting nothing just because I wasn't the first person to turn it on. I think that's ridiculous as well. Uh, not happy with them. But anyway, that is your lot now. Um, if you want to support the show, a um, couple of ways you can do it. Obviously, maturegamerpodcast.com slash Amazon. Do all your Christmas and gaming shopping on there. Or you can check out patreon.com slash Steve. Um, or, failing that, just, you know, download the shows, review them. It all helps to boost the old profile of everything. Um, make sure you check out our other shows, Night Shift and Bits and PCs, and of course, Kevin Steve's Indie Publishing Adventure, all available on iTunes, and links for them on maturegamerpodcast.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K. I'm at Miss Lelujo. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash maturegamerpodcast. And obviously as well, 
keep your eye out for Geek Culture Radio and all of those places as well, because Facebook, Twitter, and website stuff will be appearing over the next few weeks, and we'll no doubt be bleating on about them everywhere anyone will listen to us. And if MatureGamerPodcast.com looks a bit rubbish over the next few weeks, it's because A, Jay can't get on it, and he's the guy who makes the site, um, and B, we're trying to move chunks of it over at various times so it might all get a bit messy bear with us the new site is going to be so much better and awesome and it'll all be worth it in the end see you next week boys and girls have a good week As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.